929 ESPN. Hi guys, it's Mark with River Ridge Medical Clinic. Are you struggling with erectile dysfunction and sick of the pills? Well, we have a major medical advancement that has helped thousands of men. Our wave technology is backed by 60 clinical studies, including from Cambridge University. It's been shown to increase blood flow by repairing blood vessels. No pills and no side effects. If you're ready to put a stop to your ED, call us now and not only Will the assessment and blood flow ultrasound be free, but will also include something unique that produces powerful results in the bedroom. You're going to love that one, guys. Trust me. This unprecedented offer is worth $600, but it's free to those who call in the next two minutes. Call 901-672-2000. That's 901-672-2000. Guys, put a stop to your erectile dysfunction and get your life back. Call River Ridge Medical Clinic now to qualify. 901-672-2000. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Who's the most highlight-driven player in the NBA? Ja. ja, you can make a case for Zion, but Zion hasn't been on the court. So if you're going to see John special plays, special plays, special plays, and that equates to a championship, yeah. you're yes. really going to be talking about the positive things around John Moran. When I watch games, I can find two or three other things that you start exposing that are highlights, that are highlights that you guys wouldn't even see. Nobody else in the league does it like him. KJM, weekdays 5 a.m. till 9 a.m. on 92.9 FM ESPN, Memphis's sports station. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest sports columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. <laughs> no, you ain't, ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interviews. I know. I'm good. I'm good. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly as soon as it drops. We're on a rampage. Bubbles popping up before you know where this rubble and dust is. We'll be pushing it up. Somebody say, You Looks a little bit stormy out there, though, Jeffrey, doesn't it? Yep, yep. Uh, so hang on to your hats today. What are we expecting, Jeffrey? In so terms Ron, of- I saw Ron Childers the other day that was on Facebook. He's, here, he's a hero. He changed the tire. A colleague over there at the station uh, had a flat tire. And there was Ron Childers in his crisp shirt, ready to go on the air, and he, he stopped to change the tire. I could not do that. Don't know that I've ever changed the tire in my entire life. Yeah, you're right. He is a hero. I will say this. I made the mistake my freshman year in college. Like I know how to change flats, and so... Uh, one of the girls in the dorm problem, yeah. one of the girls in the dorm next to me had a flat and I went and you changed it. You became known as the guy exactly. Who flats? Like I had to change like flat times like really? seven times. You've, to- you've seven changed flat. multiple strangers flats. Yeah, flats? It, it was it, uh, It's like my, being the guy my with My point is is that versatility is critical. Mm-hmm. And so in addition to being a uh, award-winning uh, producer host uh, of, of of sports talk radio, mm-hmm. it struck me that you could tell me what the hell the weather's going to be. If Ron Childers can be doing a, it can be changing a tire. Mm-hmm. You can tell me about the. So it looks like weather today. We're going to have rain for the next couple of hours. Then this it's just, very, let's have let's have professionally delivered. Then it's too. just going to be overcast, 
Highs will be uh, 78. We've got winds. Nothing scary. we got winds coming out of the south, southwest at 18 miles per hour. Gusts up to 30. We'll, after this rain front, we'll basically have, you'll be good till about 5, and then we have thunderstorms later tonight. Thanks, Ron. Uh, today on the radio show, Jason Smith's going to join us in the next segment, as he does on Friday. Jason was trying to explain to me yesterday when the haters come after you, you just got to ignore them. And, uh, easier said than done, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm going to try. I'm going to try, Jason. Chris Harrington, straight up at 10 o'clock. He wrote the, the what I, I said on Twitter is the definitive piece on Jaron Jackson Jr.'s uh, recent run of dominance over at the Daily Memphian. Really fabulous piece over there, and I would urge you to read it. Don't think it's subscription only. I've tweeted it out. Now, sometimes at the Daily Memphian, you've got to uh, you got to register. It's it's free, but you got to give me your email. Like the, sometimes there's people. I'll, I'll tell some people say it's not subscription only. They'll say they run into some sort of a obstruction, and I say, you just gotta. You, you do have to register, but you don't have to pay. I think that's the way it is with uh, Chris's piece. Um, so, uh, and by the way, if you want to, uh, if if you if you value news and local journalism, um, the numbers of them, I was looking at this the other day for a talk I gave. When Gannett and Gatehouse merged, 2019 or something, I'm, uh, the, I, I don't have the numbers here. They had something like 22,000 journalists between them. Gannett, of course, owner of the CA. They've cut that to 12. But that's a basic number in, in that many years. Like just freaking gutted journalism and uh I, I love the people over at the ca i have great regard for them they bust their ass they're talented i don't i'm not a fan of the company and i am a fan of local journalism and so uh I, I, listen i still get the ca and I'm, I, you should do that too but um uh the daily memphian is a non-profit enterprise based in memphis started to help deal with this crisis in local journalism and so it wouldn't be bad to to get a subscription, and you can certainly read Chris Harrington. He's fabulous. 10 o'clock, he will join us. And then, uh, special, uh, I did this specifically uh, for your wife, Aaliyah. Mm. Um, Jennifer Biggs is going to join us. <laughs> from the, also from the Daily Memphian, she, uh, she did a recent series on groceries. And I don't know if you've noticed at all, but they're more expensive. Yes, uh, I hear that complaint every Sunday after my wife goes to the grocery store. Is that true? Yes. Um, she, she actually, only, not only Jennifer Biggs, I could not do this because I don't keep enough. She took a receipt from like a year ago, maybe it was, and, 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 and went and duplicated the same stuff, bought the exact same right. stuff. Now, some of the stuff was on, it wasn't fair because she bought it last year because it was on special. Right. So some of it was apples to oranges, but- even accounting for that, the difference in price between literally the exact same thing she bought was staggering. Also, some new restaurants she wants to talk about. We'll talk to Jennifer Biggs after that. So it's Jason Smith, then Chris Harrington, then Jennifer Biggs. Uh, we do have a lot of uh, stuff to get to, including a uh, unfortunate end on a couple of fronts to the uh, Memphis women's basketball program as they go down in defeat to Ball State. That was too bad in the in the round of sixteen, but then uh, one of their players, Jermire shoots, decked one of the Ball State players, and I don't, I don't care what in the world was Alyssa Brett said to Jermire shoots, you cannot freaking deck an opponent in the handshake line. It's called the handshake line, not the haul off and deck someone line. Uh-huh. It's a, it's a. I mean, that is, it is, and it goes viral, right? It goes viral, oh, yeah. and it's a bad luck. I mean, I don't know what else there is to say. Like, I think we all know, like, you can't do that. Men's and women's basketball teams, for very different reasons, splendid seasons, not great endings. Combative endings. Combative endings. You have, you have one, uh, yeah, you've got, you got Kendrick and Malco going at it. They, didn't, they did not come to blows. Uh, and better, by the way, if you if you were going to come to blows, better they should come to blows mm-hmm. than you just out of the blue deck an opponent. Correct. So that's an unfortunate way for that season to end. But uh, 
so I saw that. And then, and then speaking of, of just out of the blue decking coming out of the, where did that come from? You taking on the Arkansas Woodwind section on mm-hmm. Twitter last night. Yes. What, what was that? About? What, what, what inspired you to, uh, to, I think the tweet was, there's a lot of dudes yeah. in the Arkansas Woodwind section. Correct. And I saw that you, in response, said, I was just making an observation. No, 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 no. You only point that out because it's kind of, isn't it an implicit criticism in there? What are those dudes doing in this mm, section? That's, that's literally, I said, a lot of dudes in I the know. Arkansas Woodwind section. I know, section. but you only, you wouldn't, you would only make that commentate, like you only make that because you're basically saying right. those so effeminate flute playing dudes is no, the underlying. No, I never said that. I know, it's unspoken. That's why you said it. What are those it's, self-respecting it dudes so doing for instance, in there? If you see a lineup of police cars mm-hmm. and in the midst of the police cars, you see a cab. You're gonna sit there and go, what's the what's the cab doing there? No, 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 no. You say you're like, what are you self-respecting dudes doing in the? I never once said that. My point is, it is unusual to see that. Spoken. I would ask you, Benny Goodman. He played the clarinet. Why? Herb Hancock played the flute. Clarence on the saxophone. Yeah. James Galway, very famous flute player. For sure. What do you have against male woodwind players? I have literally nothing against it. But my point is, when you literally, when they pan the band and you sit there yeah, and you go. Shots at the Arkansas Woodwind. You, they're Male panning Woodwind. the band and you're like, Those are very I never see that. If, you, if, you're, if you're a dude and you go in there, uh, if you're a young boy and you go in there and are 13 years old and you're picking your instrument and you say, I want to play the flute, there's some confidence there. You've got some confidence about you there. Sure. And you guess know? what? I hope you play the hell out of it. <laughs> I hope you destroy it. It is true that, that instruments do tend to be, they do tend to be gender-oriented. So, for example, I played the tuba. More, you, you do see women in the, and girls in the tuba section, but mostly guys. Trombone, guy. Hey, I'll ask you. Generally speaking, wildly stereotyped. Ready? Flute. Female. Female. That's a female instrument. Saxophone. Dude. That's a dude. That's Sax a is a dude instrument. instrument. Percussion. Dude. That's a, yep. Uh, uh, tuba, trombone. Mm, mm. Clarinet. Clarinet's, clarinet's more women. Yeah. It's, it's, it's female. There's no question. Piccolo. A piccolo's exclusively, except for James Galway mm-hmm. of the group. Like, it's, uh, it's, and of course, this is not, you know what it is? It's a little bit like chefs, right? You think of, quote, unquote, women as doing the cooking, right? Sure. In this wildly yes. overwrought sexist yes. world, right? Yes. But- the highest end chefs are all men, and it's a little bit. This, this is how how rampant the sexism is. Is that yeah, the flute players tend to be girls, but like the James Galways of the world are dudes. They're dudes. Mm-hmm. We are really we, we we can't get away from this uh, sexism mm-hmm. to the core. Um, is there is there one that is totally okay? Trumpet, dude. Trumpets trumpets men. Good dude. Yeah, in general. Yeah, in general. Yeah, not as heavily. Yeah. Is there one that is straight down the middle? You could, I, you can't tell me if more men or women play that instrument. And yeah. I, I'm talking about the high school level. No, women, girls, violin, girls, cello, girls, string bass. See, I think boys. cello, dude, but I think violin, girls. Girl, maybe maybe cello's the middle one because string bass is is guys. Yes, so play that guitar. That's Dudes. guys. Right? So yes. Basically, guys wanting to get laid. Yes. Right? So that's. Drums, same thing. Same. And so. Yes. Um, I can be Tommy Lee. And so, or be. It's not. That's true. That's mm-hmm. not why they play guitar. They, they, no, it is. And, it's like 90%. And so, yes. Um, is there an instrument that is right down the middle? I can't think of one. The French horn. Girls. More girls play the French horn. The French, the French horn. That's, yeah. I mean, I think that's probably fair, but it's also like. There's so many better instruments than the French horn. I think the French horn is beautiful. Yeah, I'm sure everyone does. Uh, anyway, you won't hear this on any other sports talk show. Jeffrey just went off the top rope mm-hmm. against the uh, like to, I was so uh, regular Jamira shoots, mm-hmm. uh, taking on the Arkansas Woodwind section. There, um, in fairness, not a lot of other things to comment on in that game. No, and clearly what happened is, first <laughs> off, I didn't tag anyone. Right, yeah. And again, it's a pretty innocuous statement. 
Yeah. They clearly were searching for themselves uh, maybe, maybe. on they social like media themselves. because, you know why? They, they were down 30. They were down 30. They didn't have anything. That was not their fault. It was not the Woodwind section's fault. I'll say that. No. Um, all right. In the uh, – I mean, there were two fantastic, just riveting basketball games. Uh, and uh, – and, um, but we'll start with the Tennessee game. All right. So uh, I ask a couple things. First of all, Tennessee uh, obviously goes down and defeat. They just uh, this is uh, this is for some very. I had it completely wrong. I thought they would, despite their problems of scoring, given that they are the bigger at every position and that they are the the literally the nation's leader in three point shooting defense. I thought Tennessee would be able to handle FAU, and, and it looked like they would for like. And it 25 minutes, maybe? certainly looked like they would for uh, a little bit. Uh, 22 points. Florida Atlantic scored 22 points in the first half, but 40 in the second half. Correct. So uh, didn't go uh, as planned for Tennessee. They were outscored in the paint. They were out-rebounded. They gave up more fast break points. They uh, lost 62 to 55. And, uh, and so there's... Two particular questions I have about it. One is, obviously, Tennessee fans. Well, we'll get to Tennessee fans in a minute. Let's get to the Memphis fan part of this. There is no way that there was no good outcome. Agreed. For Memphis. Because you were going to either be feeling bad or worse. Right? right? It's and a Sophie's so choice. Yes. It is. But I think it's an obvious choice. They wanted Tennessee to lose. To me, it's very clear you wanted Tennessee to lose. But even though you got... I think what most Tennessee fans, what most Memphis fans wanted, which was Tennessee knocked out. So you missed the the worst possibility of of Rick Barnes getting to the Elite Eight, the team that won't play you, your hated rival that won't even agree to play you anymore, looks down their nose at you, like those that team moving on. You've you've avoided that disaster, but you are left with the fact that, oh my God. We really should be in the lead. Again, you should be. You only should be if you win games, and they didn't. So let's not overstate the greatness of Memphis here. But it's easy if you're Memphis to say, all right, I avoided the Tennessee thing, but we should have beaten Florida Atlantic, and here we are. Look where they are. We should be where they are. This is discouraging. It is. Don't you think it is discouraging? See, I'm in, I'm in the minority. I think this is the worst. Oh, no. I'm 100%. Because I'm the ultimate, like, the way that I have always viewed sports is you always think what could have been. And to me, this is way worse. Like, no, there's no, just no. not enough, there's not enough overlap. It's not like Tennessee and Memphis, like, you're doing battle hold on, every okay, day. Hold on right now. We're going to interrupt this right now. Right, we're going to interrupt you want this. A poll? We're going to put up a poll and we're going to take calls. Because I think Jeffrey is so wrong on this. I I do agree that there is something m- lamentable about looking at the Florida Atlantic situation and saying we could have been there. To be clear, I admit it. I'm mostly, in the minority. Mostly, this is oh, so you are admitting you're in the minority. Yes. You're saying this is your perspective. Yes, you're not predicting. I think what this is perspective. way worse. Let me just. But, this is on the fly. We'll just take calls. We're not going to put up a poll. Four four five oh nine two nine four four five oh nine two nine. If you're a Memphis fan, which is which would have been. Florida Atlantic winning, and so you're left with, oh, my God, it could have been us. Or, uh, I, I, or, or, or Tennessee winning, in which is like you've got to see the Vols in the Elite Eight, Rick Barnes, all that orange, et cetera. You tell me which would have been more painful. It seems obvious to me, 445-0929, 445-0929, which is more painful. And more painful would have been, for Memphis fans, would have been, Tennessee winning. Jeffrey, at least he is acknowledging that his own view of how to, he would process this is not the majority view. It seems clear to me, but I may be wrong, what the right view here is. And so we will take an impromptu phone survey with your thoughts on this. Again, the phone is phone number is 445-0929-445-0929. Jeffrey is now busy, again, multitasking, changing tires, and fielding phone calls. Jeffrey, who do we got? Jeff, let's start with Wes in North Memphis. Wes, how are you, sir? 
I'm all right, brother. How are you doing this morning? Good. Which would have been worse? We know what happened, but are you glad that happened as opposed to Tennessee winning, or which would have, which would have made you more miserable? Jeffrey is 6,000% correct. He is FAU. so wrong. This is ridiculous. Go ahead, but go ahead, state your case. This is the thing. This is the thing. It's We know what Tennessee is. We know how Tennessee feels about us. That's not going to change in the interim until their arm is twisted to half the players, right? But FAU, who the heck is FAU? I don't even know where FAU is. Where is it? In like Chippewa, Florida? It's down there. It's, Boca Raton. It's down there in Florida Atlantic. B- Boca, exactly. I think it's on Boca the Atlantic Raton. side of Florida. I believe it's on the Atlantic yeah, side the, of Florida. Who's the Boca Raton except you, unless you're going to go golf? Like, no one is going to Boca Raton unless you're going to go golf. So you cares, find the indignity. So you okay. go to Boca Raton Wes, to die. you're going to join Jeffrey on the wrong side of this argument. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, the phone number is 445 6,000% right. You've not been 6,000% right about anything except quarterbacks. Uh, who's next? Jeff, let's go to Jason. Jason, you're on. Jason, help me out here. Guys, there's nothing that makes my day better on a cloudy, rainy day than watching the inbred cousin name SLBs from Knoxville lose. That's the spirit. That's the spirit. Y'all have a good day. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it. That's the kind of vitriol that I expected. Four four five oh nine two nine four four five oh nine two nine. Who do we have? Who do we have? Jeff, let's go to Peter in Midtown. Peter, you're on. Peter. Hey, I appreciate the previous guy's comments. Nothing is greater than to see Tennessee get whooped. But uh, you are wrong on this one, Jeff. There was no possible worse outcome last night than to see FAU beat Tennessee. <sighs> Oh my God! We had the game against them one three times. Well, that is that is true. That is true. That is true. And we choked. We choked. We All right, choked. Peter. Thank you very much. I it appreciate should, it. It should have been us. It should be us. Hey, listen to the. Can you imagine what the city would look like. No, no, and right now, you know what's happening instead, Peter? The sky is crying. The sky is literally crying because of the way it, it has is. turned out. Thank and you. We appreciate it. Tornadoes this afternoon. Probably as a result of this too. Uh, four four five zero nine two nine. Jeffrey's juggling calls over there. Uh, this is not going the way I necessarily expected. Mm-hmm. I acknowledged uh, Florida Atlantic. Uh, that is un- a difficult thing to handle, but not as difficult as the alternative. Who's next? Uh, Jeff, let's go to Derek and Olive Branch. Derek, you're on. Derek. What's up, Jeff? Hey, okay. uh, look, man, it, it, it saddens me that we're not where Florida Atlantic is today. Yeah. But, look, I hate Tennessee. I hate their fans, and I am glad I got to get on their butt today on Twitter. So, <laughs> hey, it's a great day. <laughs> Thanks very much. Uh, that's the spirit. Four four five zero nine two nine four four five. If you were where, yeah, uh, uh, it would be good to be there. Uh, one one went away from the Final Four. And we'd be celebrating. Like, this is 50 years after the after Memphis went with, you know, Larry Finch and all of that. <sighs> uh, who's next? Jeff, let's go to Zach in downtown. Zach, you're on. Hey, Zach. Hey, um, I definitely agree with you, Jeff. I uh, I personally think that, you know, seeing your rivals that want nothing to do with you completely thrown out of the tournament uh, is very satisfying. <laughs> um, also, I'm the type of person, like, the people that beat us or that beat my team in the playoffs, you or in this case, the well. tournament, yeah. I want them, yeah, I would rather lose to the champs. Like, I want them now to win it all, you know. So the farther they go, the better I feel about right. about how you are. We lost them. They're a good team. They're not some fraudulent yeah. team. Exactly. Thank exactly. You. So if they can prove everyone wrong and they win the whole thing, then that makes me feel better about the whole loss. So right. that is what I'm currently rooting for. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I have mixed feelings on that argument generally is that I understand it, uh, the team that beat us, whatever. The problem is I usually end up hating the team that, that beat my team. But I don't think Memphis fans, I don't think there's anything to hate about Florida Atlantic or the way they beat you except for your own blunders. There was nothing, I have nothing against Florida Atlantic. What the hell do I have against Florida Atlantic? Nothing. The only thing I have against Florida Atlantic is that Memphis self-destructed. It was Memphis's fault, not Florida Atlantic's. Four four five zero nine two nine. Who's next? Jeff. Let's go to DJ in Raleigh. DJ, you're on, my man. How are you, sir? Hey, good morning, guys. How's it going? We're okay. Awesome, awesome. So, 
I'm 50-50 on this right now. I was trying to figure out which way I was going with this. Like, as an MTSU alum, I'm disappointed that the Tigers lost to FAU. I mean, you could argue they probably shouldn't have even been CUSA champions. But the other side of it, if you don't Tennessee in the tournament, I'm cool with that. Like, I'm, I guess you could say I'm, I'm glad that Tennessee's out and FAU's going forward, I guess. But, again, Memphis fumbled the bag, I guess. That's yep. just kind of where I'm at with that. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. I think we're tied because DJ is 50-50, so I think we're like two to two, two and a half to two and a half so far. Much closer than I expected. I thought Jeffrey was going to get routed on this topic. Four four five zero nine two nine. Who's next? Jeff, let's go to our friend Dennis in Whitehaven. Dennis, you're on, sir. Hey, man. How you guys doing? We're okay. Hey, look, I'm 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 with you. I, I don't think it's even close. The only two things that gave me comfort in us losing is that Kentucky lost and – the guys in the orange britches, man. I'm not going to say the first word, but they, that's the only thing that gave me comfort, man. Which is so, sweeter. Like Which said, would, if, if you had to have one of those two teams in the Elite Eight, Kentucky or Tennessee, as a Memphis fan, who would you prefer? Oh, man. That's a that's all, man. That's a tough I would, one. I would have to, that's a damn good one. I would have to say, as much as I hated Kentucky, I just, me being a lifelong Memphis Tiger fan, I mean, certain teams, Tennessee, Ole Miss, Arkansas, I just do not have any. Love for it all, man. Well, and, and as a Memphis fan, okay, let's be honest. Tennessee has been better than you over the last decade, easily, not even close. But you do have the solace of saying, yeah, how many Final Fours have you been to? If they go to exactly. one, that gets I mean, tougher. championships, yeah. yeah I mean, we've been to two. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you, appreciate well, it. Thank you, guys. All right. Jeffrey, if they're on, we'll take them. Otherwise, we won't. Let's go. Uh, if you're on, we'll get to you. Uh, who do we got? Jeff, let's go to Tony in Binghampton. Tony, you are on. Jeff, I'm with you, Jeff. I'm, Thanks, I'm ecstatic to the fact that we badly lost to FAU, and FAU kicked the crap out of Tennessee. We killed ourselves, but they demolished them at the end of the game. So I'm ecstatic. I'm with you, Jeff, on that. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, I'm pulling ahead now. Uh, who's next, uh, Jeffrey? Jeff, let's go to Too Smooth in East Memphis. Hey, too, too Smooth, smooth. you're on. Good to hear from you. Hey, what's going on, fellas? We're good. Jeff, I don't like Tennessee, but it pains me that <laughs> FAU is still is still going on in this tournament, man. There was no good. There was there was no good solution here. Once you, but you, lost- but you know, I, but I don't hate FAU. I'm glad there right, is a nice exactly. little cute story. But we know Tennessee was going to lose eventually anyway, so I don't care about them. But knowing the, I'm the what-if guy, if we would have beat that team, I'm not saying we would have beat Tennessee or Purdue or whoever, but, we, I mean, it just pains uh, me to know, man, that we should have won that game, man. Right, well, that that is so, true. That, 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 that pains – that should pain you. Yeah, so that, that, that pains me pain more you. right there because Tennessee, we State. knew they were going to eventually lose anyway. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, we're going to – two more here? Two more, Jeff. Let's go to uh, Tim in East Memphis. Tim, you're on. I'm with you, Jeff. Uh, as much as I hate FAU beating us, but they did just barely beat us. They pulled it out, you know, a last-second shot. But they beat Tennessee pretty handily. And there's nothing like watching regular season Rick get his ass kicked in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Uh, that's a tough one, regular season Rick. Mm-hmm. Can hear that a Doesn't bit. exactly roll off the tongue. There's the R involved mm-hmm, yeah. in both. Uh, and the last call on this. Jeff, let's go to CD in downtown. CD, you're on. Jeff. Yes, CD. How can you be mad at a basketball team when three of your players for Memphis, who are fifth-year singers, fail to show up in the last 25 seconds of a basketball game? Oh, oh to be clear, this was all – I'm not mad at anyone – uh, there's no good option there's here. There's no good, good option. I, I, and this was 100% the Tigers' own fault. They, let's be honest. They played badly to begin with. They, they played badly. They did not play one of their best games. And then you had uh, their best player with the, with the win in your hands, their best player just mm-hmm. freaking threw the ball away. And then you had a last-second play where you let the guy gave up a layup. Like, it is, it is the Tigers' own fault. But given that, you have to – if you, as a sports fan, what's important 
once you deal with disappointment is that you take refuge in pettiness and bitterness. That's where you should go as a healthy outlet. Well, and my pettiness and bitterness, if I were a menace, you know, pure Memphis fan here, would be to want to watch Tennessee lose. Well, I understand that. Now, I need to ask you a quick question. Uh-huh. FAU, based on where they're located, will they be the largest TV market in the new AAC? Uh, we'll contemplate that. Jeffrey, who's in the new AAC? <laughs> Who the hell is in the new AAC? I mean, and does Boca even count? Is it like, what, are we going to give them all? Are we going to give them all of South Florida because they're in Boca? Yeah, is it? I guess so. It technically is included in the Miami. I mean, I'll tell you this. As someone, I, I worked in Miami for a long time. No one cared about FAU if it even existed. So it may be that market, but it doesn't. Here's the new AAC. Florida Atlantic, Memphis, North Texas. Where's that? North Texas DFW. Denton. So yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a big market. Yeah, but it's now it included in DFW. So it doesn't, but so but it doesn't deliver that market. UAB, Tulane, SMU. Wichita State, Charlotte, pretty big city. Nobody Charlotte cares. Temple, Philadelphia is a big city. Nobody cares. Number four, USF is a. That's uh, Tampa is a big city. Nobody cares. East Carolina is not a big city. Uh, Rice, Houston's a big city. That's a big ass market. Number eight, nobody cares. SMU uh, is in Dallas. Nobody cares. UTSA is in San Antonio. Huge city, surprisingly. Probably top what? Well, it's because their city limits are so big. Yes, it's like uh, one of the biggest cities. Again, itself, yeah. nobody cares. And Tulsa, uh, they care, and it's a, not a big city. So I don't know which is going to be the biggest, but there Philly is literally is the no TV big market in the in the new AAC that cares about the team that, that, that inhabits that city. So in other words, we have a the conference USA on uh, steroids. Um, I don't know what you would call this. Yes, I guess so. Con- it's, it's it's conference. It's it's uh, C U S A A C. It's yeah. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you, CD. Appreciate it. I actually I was on I was on Wichita radio yesterday, mm-hmm. and they had, they were asking me about the new AAC. And know what I had to do first? Look up who was in the new yeah. AAC. Mm-hmm. And they asked me if I felt better about the new AAC than I did a year ago. And I said, what is there to feel good about? Like, what is there to feel good about about that collection of freaking teams? Honestly. Florida Atlantic, Memphis, North Texas, We're UAG, all in Tulane, it together. State, Charlotte, I guess. Temple, USF, East Carolina, Rice, SMU, UTSA, Tulsa. Who are you buying tickets to go see? Your guys, Jeff. Your lads. Mm-hmm. Your plucky lads. Exactly right. Well, I didn't mean to get off on this uh, tangent, but You're welcome. Jeffrey inspired it. Uh, we do have – my God, we didn't even talk about the other games uh, – on the on the on the point of Rick Barnes, mm-hmm. do you feel bad for him? No, he's the fifth highest paid coach in the country. Is he fifth or fourth? He makes five point four five million dollars. The FAU coach makes five hundred forty five thousand dollars. Dusty May makes four hundred five four five hundred forty five thousand dollars. Rick Barnes makes five point four five million dollars. You're right. He is number four year. Um and um and here he has been to the tournament five times. At Tennessee, and each of those five times has lost to a lower seed. Uh, l- losing to Florida Atlantic was actually pretty good development mm-hmm. because that's the the, the they've, he's also lost to uh, Michigan, an eleven seed, um, Oregon State, a twelve seed, um, Loyal Chicago, an eleven seed. Um, he has been to the tournament more times than Tom Izzo. Yes, but has. Th- 30 fewer tournament wins. No, like he's... 30 fewer tournament wins. Here's a team that beat Alabama, Gonzaga, and Kansas. Mind you, they lost their point guard, but we're going to skip right over this. Uh-huh. And, uh, and, uh, and in the midst of a uh, leading at half, looking like they were just going to do what we thought, just suffocate the hell out Correct. of Florida Atlantic, uh, Florida Atlantic goes on an 8-2 run, and for 15-2 to of that, did not call a timeout. And they were going to let the boys play their way out of it. Let the boys play their way out of it. They went. They went from up six to down seven mm-hmm. during this stretch. And so, would you like? Should you be happy with Rick Barnes as your coach? It is the old John Cooper problem, right? Well, it's the same problem that Texas ran into. He makes you like he stabilizes the program, makes you good, makes you relevant, Correct. makes you entertaining. Correct. And you're going to find yourself asking you find yourself asking this same question every year. Was it worth it? I mean, it is funny that Cal's number one and highest paid. 
Self, now obviously Self had the health problem, so he wasn't even on the bench. Izzo and Barnes, those are the top four, and they're all gone. Uh, that uh, that Izzo game, my God. That, that was, was one of the best college basketball games I've ever watched. Holy crap. My son Ben was there. That, uh, that would have the been garden. that would have been awesome. He was there at the garden. There is, there's advantages to being a young investment banker living in New York City. Yes. And uh he was there for that. Watch Marquise Noel. Nineteen assists, twenty points. And the the assists were like I mean, everything made your jaw drop. Freaking eye, eye popping. It's like behind that the back. Dude, yeah. I didn't even realize he played for Arkansas Little Rock against the Memphis Tigers. I didn't realize that either. Yes. Uh and uh just go an an uh, a New York kid goes back to New York, and then does the on the, on the week that Willis Reed dies, does his is a heroic first game in the injury. garden. He's yeah. never played in the garden. First game in the garden, and he freaking does that, just incredible. And the shot making in that game, it was it's insane. It was like it an was, NBA game. It was just absolutely breathtaking. And it wasn't like, oh, these guys are wide open. High it was just like incredible shot make. 11 to 24 from three and 13 to 25 from three. Those were the two teams. Um, they it was, And then that the alley-oop uh, to Johnson, which they insist was not a fake argument. Mm-hmm. So what you had is Marquis Noel and Jerome Tang debating what to do. Noel has the, has the, has the bounce in the ball. Right. And all of a sudden, he sees, he sees Johnson coming in the, mm-hmm. uh, on the baseline and throws him for a reverse alley-oop dunk. Jerome, you just got to let him cook. It he's was. In, he's in the spice rack. He's, he's whipping something up. That was one of the best things I've ever witnessed. Just incredible. Oh, so much fun. And, uh, and then the UCLA-Zags game. We won't speak of the Arkansas-Connecticut game. Nice season, Arkansas. Not Didn't live up. There were pretty lofty expectations, but then injuries you along beat the way, and you it was beat fun. Kansas, and yeah, last, and last then, Saturday and then, was really fun. And then it was like you—you you liked the way the Giants exited, yes. right? The the, the Giants yes. get knocked me out, get beat, their ass beat mm-hmm. in the playoffs. You didn't have to lament anything. Yep, you're not sitting here saying what if. Mm-hmm. And Arkansas shouldn't be sitting here nope, saying what they're if. Not. <laughs> what if we were UConn? What if UConn didn't right. show up? What if UConn didn't show up? So, uh, so, uh, but that UCLA Zags game. You went from the Zags went from being down 46-33 at the half. Yep. To up 10 with 2 minutes and 30 seconds to go. Yes. To down 1 Correct. with 12 seconds to go. Correct. Needing speaking of another hometown kid, Strother, there in Las Vegas hitting a 3 from the freaking logo to win the thing. I could, That was an adventure. Did he bank it? The, so. the the angle was so weird. It's like I I, yeah, that was that was a heck of a basketball game. I still think that the Kansas State Michigan State game was more fun. Oh, it was it like, was better. It was better. That game got like out of control. And the sh- this, yeah, but the the Kansas State Michigan State game was just incredible. <sighs> when disaster strikes, we're gonna have storms later today. We are. Jeffrey told me he's a yeah. And so if a tree falls on your house, call Service Master by Cornerstone. What you should do is in preparation for the possibility. Hope it doesn't happen, of course, of a tree falling on your house. Don't be what if in here. What if, oh, if only I had put the number? No, put it in your phone now. 901-624-9200 is Service Master by Cornerstone. Uh, wind and storm repair, water damage, pipes burst, all that stuff, fire and smoke, uh, mold, biohazard. I don't know how you'd be in a biohazard situation, but I can easily imagine you in a pipe bursting or a wind and storm repair issue. Uh, Service Master at Cornerstone, there for you. 901-624-9200. 24-hour phone line. Work with every insurance company. Locally owned, locally operated. Uh, largest franchise in a 600-mile radius. It is Service Master by Cornerstone. 901-624-9200. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're late to get to Jason Smith, but he'll forgive us. Jason, then Chris Harrington, and then Jennifer Biggs to talk, take our mind off all of our misery and talk about food. It's Jeff Calkin Show on a Friday, 92.9 FM ESPN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Bain catches from Jones into the lane and Kleba running left-hand hook. Off the window is good. Desmond Bain never stopped going towards the rim. He gets the bank off the window and the Grizzlies lead by three. Tonight, John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies return to FedEx Forum to take on the Houston Rockets. We'll have the pregame at 6.30 after the Gabe Coon Show. Tip at 7 o'clock with Eric Hasseltine live on 92.9. 29 FM ESPN is Memphis's Grizzlies station. There's no better time to hit the court for some exciting college basketball action. Download the BetMGM app today and bet during the wildest month of the year with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 years or older. Must be in Tennessee. Visit BetMGM.com for a full list of terms and conditions. For problem gambling sport, call the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9788. 89. That's 1 800 889 9789. <clears throat> Mom, Dad, Sis? Here we go again. Why are you in a suit? Picture, if you will, a world with the best network imaginable. I'm talking about the Xfinity 10G network. Go on. Mom, remember how your reality shows wouldn't load with all of us online? Now you can binge. And Susie, we'll have fast internet in the basement. Nice. If you have any questions, here's my card. This is just your name on a gum wrapper. Introducing the 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Now through April 23rd, new customers can get 200 megabit Xfinity internet during our limited time Xfinity 10G network launch celebration for just $25 a month for two years. Plus, there's no annual contract required and you get Wi-Fi equipment included. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service and devices. Actual speeds vary. We're at the Mid-South Popularity Pageant where Joe Clark is in the interview round. He needs to crush this after a tragic talent category showing. Joe, what could you do for your friends to express your love for them? Take them to Southland every Saturday in March for a chance to win a piece of $180,000 in cash and prizes? Congratulations! Be Mr. Popularity, too! Bring five friends to Southland Casino Hotel where all of you could win big every Saturday in March. Must be 21 plus. Play responsibly for help quitting. Call 800-522-4700. All you CDL truck drivers and truck mechanics out there, are you looking for a different kind of company and culture to be a part of? At Waste Connection and Team Waste, our employees reap the benefits of realizing their potential with trust and full support as a second chance company. We offer competitive pay, signing bonuses, tool allowance for our mechanics, and at the end of every workday, you get to be home. Our culture is built on taking care of each other and the communities we serve. Apply today at careers.wasteconnections.com and become a part of a great team of people. At Genesis Memphis Covington Pike, it's time to define luxury in a new way. At every turn, you'll find audacious design, state-of-the-art technology, and exceptional hospitality. We are dedicated to crafting the world's best vehicles, matched by an extraordinary sales-to-service experience for our owners. Prepare to be noticed in the 2023 Genesis G70. This sporty sedan is a force to be seen. We'd love you to explore the 2023 Genesis GV70 with a class-leading 300-horsepower engine or the available 375-horsepower twin-turbo V6 for terrains from concrete jungles to mountain roads. It's a new beginning for a new generation. Genesis Memphis Covington Pike, 1870 Covington Pike, or visit us online at memphisgenesis.com. Estimated horsepower based on premium fuel ratings. Use of regular fuel will result in reduced horsepower. See dealer for complete details. Dealer stock only. I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I learned about atrial fibrillation the hard way. My symptoms would come and go. Shortness of breath. Fatigue. I kept going. Then I got so lightheaded, I couldn't. My doctor said I have AFib, so I'm about five times more likely to have a stroke. Other symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain can come and go, but the risk of stroke stays. If you have symptoms, tell a doctor. Visit notimetowait.com. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. The tournament's heating up. And there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. That's because right now, FanDuel's giving new customers a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back 
in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com backslash Smith and sign up today to claim your no-sweat first bet. Then you can wager on everything from the money line to point spreads to which team will be cutting down the net. FanDuel makes it easy, too, for beginners with pre-built parlays all on an app that's safe, secure, super easy, and fun to use. So don't miss your shot at a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com backslash Smith to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of 929 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issues not withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions do apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com backslash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789. Are you shopping for a new watch, an engagement ring, or any kind of jewelry at all? Then come shop where the Grizzlies and former University of Memphis Tiger grade shop, Platinum Jewelers here in Memphis. Platinum Jewelers has a big selection of earrings, stackable rings, luxury watches, necklaces, bracelets, really whatever you need. We do custom jewelry and are located at 9387 Poplar Avenue next to Fresh Market in Germantown. So if you need anything jewelry related, come see Platinum Jewelers. Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, presented by Genesis Memphis Covington Pike on 92.9 FM ESPN. Back on the Jeff Gawkins Show. Joined now by Jason Smith. Jason John every single day from 11 until 2. Jason, we haven't spoken since your uh, Chicago Bears stole Tremaine Edmonds from my beloved Buffalo Bills. Explain yourself. Love it. You know, people love him. They love him. He's big. He's long. He's particularly long. And he's young. He's a middle linebacker. He helps the pat. The, the, Bills fans get frustrated with him because he's well, – you know how when, if you're a big guy and you don't hit like a truck, they're like, why is he soft, right, right like that? He's not the best at wrapping up and that kind of thing. But, sure. uh, but it's a good time to be a Bears fan, isn't it? Oh, it's well, I mean, it was a great for one of the worst defenses in the, in the league. I mean, we, we just need bodies at this point, capable bodies. Uh, we got the kid Edwards, too, that was like the leading tackle for Philadelphia – you know, it's yeah, yeah, but but the most exciting part is that you're actually trying to get weapons for, for Justin yeah. Fields, and you go out and get DJ Moore, yep. a true number one that you you know you don't have to spend a draft pick, you know, hoping that you can get a number one receiver, and yeah, maybe in some way you try to you know follow the blueprint of what Philly and some others have done, going out and getting weapons for an unproven quarterback and seeing what you got. I mean, that's what the Bears have done, and yeah, now I think with nine you go offensive line because Lord knows that was one of the worst. You know, Everyone has the Northwestern kid. The Northwestern yeah, kid. Him, Peter well, you got the Paris kid. Yeah. Yep, him. And then the, I think it's Paris Johnson, the kid that's at Ohio State that actually blocks for fields too, is right there in that range with your boy Skoronsky or every pronounced name. So right there in that range are a bunch of good OTs. So, uh, yeah, I like what the Bears are doing, but but let's be real too. we got a lot of work to do uh, left. I, I don't Still want plenty. to belabor this, but the question that we were dealing with, and I, I took calls on it, was – uh, how do Memphis fans feel today? I think they would have felt worse if Tennessee had won, but either way, they were going to feel bad. Um, mostly they felt bad just simply once you lose in that fashion, you're going to feel bad. But uh, uh, how should they feel today? I appreciated the calls, actually. I was listening to your first segment because I, I, I was with you. I thought you should – I feel better. I mean, that that's just me. <laughs> I feel better. I mean, I, you know, it doesn't justify what happened to Memphis, but it certainly makes it feel – okay, if they can – they didn't just knock off you as an eight. They knocked off a four, too. Like, Florida Atlantic is right. real. Look at the adjustments they made in the second half. Um, yeah, you got to hand it to Dusty May and those guys. And, though, with everything we had talked about yesterday, I said it with Jeffrey on his show. I mean, they, you know, there's plenty of reasons to root against Tennessee that are fine, fine reasons, starting with the fact that they won't play you. Uh, throw in the fact that, yeah, you lost to the team that's playing them. I think this one's easy. You, I, it helps. Does it, does it cheer everything? No. And I and I appreciated the callers that said, "Look, I look at this as man, we're the ones that should be there. This was really a trip to the Elite Eight we could have had because Tennessee was shorthanded, and they were always going to run into those offensive troubles that we saw all season long." But I am firmly on your side that I think this makes it 
this makes things better when Tennessee is falling and they're doing it to the team that you lost to. Uh, I've seen an argument back and forth between some Memphis and Tennessee fans, and I'm going to give you two stats, and I'm going to ask you which fan base has the better of the argument here. Here's what Memphis fans are saying. Memphis fans are saying, ha, we've been to five Elite Eights, you've been to one. We've been to three Final Fours, you've been to zero. We've been to two title games, you've been to zero. That's the, that's the Memphis fan argument. Go, yep. go soak your head, Tennessee fan. Here's the Tennessee fan argument. Since John Calipari left, you've been to three, we've, we have been to three Sweet 16s and an Elite Eight. You haven't been any. Come on, man. Stop, stop talking about the past. Well, I mean, it's pretty obvious. Memphis has the better basketball tradition. Uh, Tennessee has the upper hand right now, and, and let's be real, has has had it for you know a minute here for a few for a couple of years at least now. And so that's that's where we are. That's that's what it is. The better basketball tradition, though, is on this side of the state. That's as easy as this argument is. And if you want to be like, you know, look at the Golden State Memphis argument. You know, Golden State keeps throwing up the the four rings, and that's sort of. I suppose you could say that's similar to Memphis in this argument, and, and we're at a point. Though, we're at a point where we're saying, "Well, that's the only thing you got to fall back on," you know. And, right. and it's different in the sense that, you know, it feels like it feels like the Grizzlies are destined to be there at one point. Maybe not to the obviously, maybe not to the level of Golden State and the dynasty that that was, but maybe a passing of the torch that they don't want to do. But back to the point. Um, I think even in that argument, you have to be it's, – it's true. Golden State has done more. They've proven more. And so I think for even the Tennessee fans, you know, to, to totally ignore history, uh, it, uh, it would be wrong in any sense. And so, no, I, I, the, the right argument is, is, is the Tigers' argument there. You can't ignore history. The tradition is better here. They have been better of late. There is no question about that. Um. Yeah, and in at least the Warriors, when they're pointing to their four rings, one of them was from last year. <laughs> you know, like right, it, right, exactly, it, it, exactly. it is. It's not like they're fifty years old. Um, no, you're right. And so, um, there, is there anything, by the way, instructive when you see the team succeeding in the ways that they are succeeding with the players they're succeeding with? Is there anything that, if you were Penny Hardaway, you'd be observing all of this and saying, "Huh, I need more X if I'm going to get further in the tournament." I don't know if there's anything at this point that Penny needs to to learn from or, or take from Rick or Tennessee. I mean, they, they, they've shown no, at this point. No, that, at the teams that are succeeding, broadly. Like, when you see Marquise no. Noel and when you see No, UConn, I mean, Penny's doing that. You know, that's yeah. all transfers. Like, Penny's yep. doing that right now. And, yes, it didn't work out the way you wanted to, very uncharacteristically, too, because going that route, look at team chemistry probably was better than ever this season. Now, a lot of that's because of who's stirring the straw and then, you, I mean, who's stirring the drink. And then you look at the end of it, and the way Kendrick Davis, who had been so good, was in the middle of sort of a meltdown. Uh, but clearly, Penny's got the formula down. In college basketball, this is the way to go. Well, you know, Kansas State, is, none of those guys have played together right. before the season. And look at what they've done. You take experience and age at this point in college basketball over the old traditional style of bringing in a young guy and developing him, can that still happen in your program? Absolutely. And I still think you need a couple of those guys. And maybe Jonathan Lawson becomes that. Hopefully he does for Memphis. But this is the way to go. I think Penny had learned that after last season. He has the formula right. Now it's just about getting in there, you know, giving yourself the best seed possible and getting as many chances and cracks at it as possible. It was right there for you this year, Jeff. You're literally, you know, literally just holding on to the ball away from being an elite eight, and you think about how much equity they would have built up with that kind of run. So the formula is right. Now you just got to keep on hitting. Uh, it is Ja Morant bobblehead night at a FedEx Forum tonight. Do you uh, do you have any? Do you collect anything? Like, do you have any sports memorabilia in the Smith uh, household? Do you have a, a trophy room with all of your bobbleheads and and uh, grizzly scarves or whatever else you've had over the years tickets press passes no it, it, I, I do i have a closet full of it because you <laughs> a um, closet, right uh-huh. because i i go back to covering the grizzlies or at least being allowed to be in there with a media pass back to my daily helmsman days yeah uh, you you knew that with sports ticker ESPN sports ticker where you'd call in the score right but as part of as part of that we were getting the, the media giveaways and everything else and so i've got a good probably 20-year history of giveaways in a closet uh, with the 
you know, the 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 idea, the hope that one day, yeah, I'd build up this nice master room, but I haven't done it. It's all sort of piled up in there. And my kid is, uh, we keep it upstairs away from him, uh, but he's actually, in a couple of uh, few times, he's been upstairs. Yeah, he's, he's peeked in that closet. He's and getting into that stuff, playing with the D'Angelo oh, car he, he, or whatever it is. I have the he, D'Angelo I, I car. still got that dang D'Angelo car. Do you? I still got that dang D'Angelo Yeah, don't you? Mine's in I've the box still. This. I like the D- If I was like. I love the D'Angelo car. I will never give it up. I, you know, I, I, maybe it's just me, and but you it's could you funny, could argue that what am the I best gonna do with they it? ever had. What am I going to do with that D'Angelo? You're just gonna keep it. And you're gonna you're, you're gonna get and it. And then I'm gonna die gonna someday, it. and my kids are gonna be. What are we gonna do with this well, D'Angelo car? And it's gonna be out at a yard sale. And uh, as you are, and with your family's history, you got you got you got another thirty or forty years of living to do, brother. So I guess it'll be an old D'Angelo car. Well, Jason, I'll be listening <laughs> from eleven to two. Thank you very much. Take God care, brother. Yeah. Um, I, would you like a job, Abelheit? What do you have? What do you do? You keep any of this stuff? I would like. I'll be honest. I don't care about most of it. I would I would have liked a complete set of the 72-73 Tiger team. I didn't mm-hmm. I, I didn't but I don't as a media member, I'm in there early enough that I could swip by the tables where they're giving them out and say, yeah. Hey, can I have one? But you just feel stupid doing that. I don't Yeah, people paid for a ticket. People like paid for a yeah. ticket. I don't want to take one of theirs. They're, at some point they will run out yeah. and someone won't get one and I will have taken their their thing. So I'm I didn't want to do that. But would I like the complete set of the 72-73 team? Yes. And would I like the John Morant bobblehead? I absolutely would. So, I would with a little little. I'm, I'm not, not the. Say, I'm yeah. not the biggest collector. Me neither. The only thing I can think of. So I had the, I had the Pal bobblehead. I'm trying to remember which one's that. I had Pal, Shane, J. Will, Lorenzen. Remember when they I first, got that, that one? I got. They did give me recently. They reissued the complete set. Yeah. And I have the complete set boxed up. That's so, probably of the original Grizzlies. They gave us. At the station, they gave us the complete set. Is that set. what happened? Yeah, okay. But, Jeff, I'm not, I'm not here to point the finger or anything. You didn't get one? No, the quality of the bobblehead. Really? The quality of the bobblehead. Not so as like, good when they did redid it? Right, correct. They were much smaller. They were, like, lighter. If you've ever had, like, one of those... Original bobbleheads. Like, heavy. they're heavy. They're, they're, they, were, they were pretty... That was a pretty good it's giveaway. Funny, it's funny what Jason was talking about with his kid and the stuff in the closet. Because... As a parent, you have stuff that you save and appreciate and like, and then your kids get into it, and they destroy it. And you're like, this is stuff that kids should play with. Like, this stuff is meant to be used and played with, and so you're like, okay. But then they destroy it. And for me, it was my dad had a collection of they're called Britain soldiers. Have you ever Googled Britain soldiers? B-R-I-T-A-I-N. Britain soldiers. And these are beautifully, I don't know if they're handmade, little metal soldiers. And they were fantastic. The Royal French Dragoons and the whatever else. Case after case after these beautiful Britain soldiers in this wooden. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I see them. It's like when you see like the. The like the recreated models, well, well, right? Yeah. If you write, and I just played with them. I was a kid. I shot the heads off of them. I destroyed them. I literally went through. I played soldiers with them. Of course, I did. And what is right. what's happened with soldiers That's in war? They get correct. their heads blown off. You, I'd have a little cannon. I'd set up something. Right. Realistic, <laughs> realistic storytelling. Those things are like each soldier now is worth a thousand dollars. You like, didn't know they, it at the time. <laughs> they're in. It's insane. I literally just destroyed these gorgeous soldiers that my these, dad, these look, little ambulance set. These look from, hand painted. Yeah, like, that's what they are. They're like these aren't the little army men, the little green army men. These are works of art. And I just destroyed them. Uh, I feel sick about it. And my dad let me. Maybe it's because I was yeah. Sick I, kid. I think Jeff. I think you got to put this on your dad. I guess. Well, if your dog chews something up, exactly. it's your fault. Yeah. This isn't on you. Maybe there is that. All right, Chris Harrington coming up next. We'll talk to him about his piece on Jaron Jackson Jr. And more. It is the Jeff Calkins Show. Oh, and then Jennifer Biggs talking about food. 92.9 FM ESPN. 
interesting trick with BetQL. The Elite Eight is here and everyone's bracket has been busted. Well, almost everyone. Here's a tip to help you pick a winner in the Elite Eight. Since 1985, underdogs are 80, 60, and 2 for a 57% winning percentage against the spread. Better yet, teams that are double-digit dogs have gone 7 and 4 in the Elite Eight. So while the frauds have all been weeded out, take those remaining underdogs and have a truly Elite Eight. I'm Trista Crick, helping you beat the books. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or down- For nearly 18 years, we've been delivering brand new vehicles right there in the Memphis market. And now we're excited to announce that Red River has a Toyota store right here in Wynn, just a short hop across the river to get the best deal on a new Toyota than anywhere else in your state or our state. Or we can bring it right to Memphis and drop it off in your driveway. You can order yours online right now at RedRiverToyota.com and we'll bring it to you. So check us out at RedRiverToyota.com or come see us in Wynn. The showboats are back in Memphis. We can't wait to have you for the USFL. Let's go. Ticket prices start at just $10 for their long-awaited homecoming season. All the way to the house. April 15th starts a new era of pro football at the 